Top Gun Maverick is the sequel to the 1986 classic Top Gun. But can this be my wingman anytime, or is it in the danger zone? I'm still Mike. And I'm Dan. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Pop School, the Fans Tame Movie Review Podcast. And today we are talking about Top Gun Maverick. Yes, it's a little bit later than we might have anticipated, but good God, is this film somehow still incredibly relevant? Uh, right? It's crossed a billion dollars at the box office, the first film to do so post pandemic. I say post, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I know. After the big, the, big, the big bad year that no one talks about. We weren't late to this movie. No. This movie was late to us. Yes. It was delayed, I think, like, it must have been four or five times. That's not even hyperbolic. Like, you can skip back through the last two years of podcast to hear us periodically complaining that we had to see the fucking trailer again. So, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Darren. I was set up to hate this. Because I, I re-watched the original Top Gun in preparation mm. and realised that it is a movie of three-thirds. It's an incredibly gay opening. Yes. It's an incredibly boring middle yeah. and an okay, pretty good ending. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, apart from that, it's like, okay, so I actively dislike a third of the movie. The other movie is pure mean. And the other third is fine. It's good, yeah. I don't understand how it's as popular as it was in its day. As, as, not, as not a resident of 1986, I don't know how that struck a chord with so many people. No. The original film... This might sound sacrilegious. It's nothing special. No, it doesn't reinvent the wheel in any way. It's special. Well, that's the thing. Maybe we're looking at it from 90s perspective. Maybe it did reinvent the world in 1986, but we were born past... We had Independence Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you go back and watch Top Gun, and it's just a little smaller in scope than most of the things we grew up on. So, mm. it's not... It's my cousin's favourite movie, I found out. Wow. It was him I went to watch the movie with, and it turns out, yeah... Well, I previously thought genuinely his favorite film was the sound of music. <laughs> Turns out it's Top Gun, which is a hell of a swing. It is um, <laughs> a hell of a spectrum to run. Um, but yeah, so considering all that, now the trailer did look good the first time. Yes, when we got to the thirty-second time, the edge had somehow come yeah, off a little. That bit. still said twenty twenty yeah, at the yeah. end because they didn't change the card. Yeah, we don't know when it's coming out. What bother? Um, so I don't. I feel like my my expectations. Went low because I just felt like I'd seen most of the movie. Yeah, and I didn't think it was again going to be all that plot-wise, like fucking exciting and you know changing the way we think about movies. It's mm. going to be flying planes and going zoom. Yeah, but my god, does it fly planes and go zoom? It, it it sure does fly planes and go zoom. This might be the best blockbuster of the year. It has no right to be as good as it is. <laughs> right? I how dare you, Tom I'm, Cruise? I am insulted by how much I really, really enjoyed myself. <laughs> Unapologetically, and not like not in like a, ironically, we really, you know, genuinely, it's just class. Yeah, it's it's the best kind of legacy sequel. In fact, I feel like it might be the best legacy sequel. Oh, what's it contending with? We really like Bill and Ted Three, but we I'll, did. but I will, but I will concede better. it's not a 
good film. It's fun, but it's not a Did good you, film. Would you count Ghostbusters Afterlife as a legacy sequel? Probably, because oh. it c- pertains to the original films, doesn't it? Uh, and Jurassic World. Jurassic World is a legacy sequel, yeah. So I'd say those two are probably above it, but I am struggling to think of anything else that I prefer. Yeah. Because it, it, it is the first movie again. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same movie, but it's like, well, now we're going to do it better. You, we've got the te- we have the technology we can rebuild it um, it is everyone like takes a piss out of Tom Cruise for doing mad stuff and he should stop doing the mad stuff eventually he will die in the pursuit of making yes, the film yes he will die for a since but I feel like this is fine because well yeah they're making a film about fighter pilots he's going to be required for him to go a bit above the edge mm. and apparently the the casting process for this film wasn't just can you act? It's can you not throw up during like yeah. G-force barrel rolls? Like it seems <laughs> seems harsh. Yeah, the way that like it, they've been talking about it. So like, I think it was it was either Miles Teller or Danny, Danny Gonzalez mm. in an interview that was like the interview process was get in the plane and just like we need you to read this dialogue while my man does barrel rolls, which is <laughs> which is fucking mental. And yet somehow it works so well. You could convince me that this was basically Mission Impossible, the one where they get planes. <laughs> yeah, basically. At points. Because it feels like, and a lot of people have attributed this to Tom Cruise's role as essentially a producer-director. Hmm. Even though he's always the star because he's Tom Cruise. And I, I feel like for, there was a certain point of time where I was quite sceptical of that. I can't deny it here. No. Because it doesn't work without him. And at points, it does make the film feel a little bit like a documentary where everyone's just going, Tom Cruise is cool, isn't he? <laughs> no, Tom Cruise, you can't possibly be that cool. Oh, wait, he's being cool again. <laughs> oh, no. He can't keep getting away with this. He's being cool to a patriotic level. He... Because it is stupid. Don't think this is now the, the, the Thinking Man's Top Gun movie. No, it, it starts with a literal recreation of the dumb Danger Zone opening. And I do I, still like it. I was hyped as fuck. I don't know. I didn't want to be. But the second that song starts playing, it does yep. something to you. It's not the Power Rangers theme tune. It just does something to you. It's got that energy. It's the Gladiators theme tune. Yeah. Right, let's, 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 let's swerve off again. I've had more thoughts about Gladiators. I haven't. Um, <laughs> Shit, I got excited then. You can't bait me with more gladiators talk. We're never going to top the gladiator chat we we had previously. Let's leave it there. So um, I know that Wolf looks like your dad. It does. I still haven't told him that. I haven't had the heart to tell him that he uh, looks like because I think you look like Wolf from Gladiators. Neil think he looks like nineties. <laughs> I won't say good because that is tarring a man I will inevitably look like in about thirty years. But we're not here for gladiators. <laughs> Damn it, Mike, you're stuck me into a gladiators. But, you know, in the sense of recreating nostalgia and pulling go. it back, there you go. it doesn't shy away from the fact that it's a sequel to a film from the 1980s. But there's there's like a switch. It's very shortly after that, um, the Danger Zone bit, yes. where it kicks into being a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. And fuck me, does it look good? Have they filmed this so fucking well? Apparently, mm. 400 hours of footage was shot for this movie. Jesus Christ. 400 hours. And they still put the shot while Marcella clonks his head on the glass in. <laughs> uh, if you get a clonk, you get a clonk. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculously good looking. Mm. 
Like, they went so ham on the fighter jet stuff. They had to. They did. It's the main thing. The only thing you can bring back, the only thing you can improve on definitively in the first one is the special effects. And even then, Gauntlet's special effects feels cheap because it looks, for the most part, I imagine there is some green screen here and there, but for the most part, it looks like those fucking fighter jets are actually doing the shit. Yeah. And first of all, how do you get the budget to do that, right? Like, I know it's got millions and millions of pounds, but how do you agree to let the military just let you have some jets for the day? It does seem a bit strange, doesn't it? And so we're going to fly these two jets, and then the third jet is going to go, like, between them at high speed, <laughs> going straight up. And then you've got to pretend like you're going, whoa! Like, how no one died on this film, I don't know. <laughs> you've really got to praise both, like I say, the filmmakers, you know, for the, for the fact that the principal photography was as intense as you would think it was. There is a shot in the trailer that unfortunately cuts away before the best fucking bit. Mm. And it's the opening of the movie that shows a man standing at the end of a runway and a jet passing over him and the wind literally ripping the roof off a shed. Yep. And it's it's real. It's a real shot that they actually did. And it's got that Mad Max vibe of just, we actually went and did this in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And that's that's what makes it look so good. And it pays off so well because he just gets the excitement you need from this type of movie for it to work. Like it is, I don't want to sound like I'm talking for a poster, but like once it really gets cracking, because so the basic premise is at the start of the movie, Maverick, it's Top Gun again. It's Top Gun, <laughs> but for real this time. So because well, I haven't watched the original for a while, mm. they don't actually go to war at the end, do they? Like, There's a skirmish, but they don't go to war. Right. Okay. So in this one, it's like a country. We're not saying who, <laughs> um, but a country is enriching uranium. Unspecified a grad, yeah. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions <laughs> on where that could be. But they're enriching uranium and they shouldn't be. Um, and, and it's in the middle of the snowy mountains uh, that no. definitely don't look like... Mm-hmm. Don't know how you could possibly draw that yeah. conclusion. Um, smart marketing, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Cynical as fuck with smart marketing to not paint anybody as definitively the bad guy. And yet they did th- and they did this in the original as well, even though it was a bit more obtuse as to who it was supposed right. to be. It was a bit more, yeah, it's obviously Russia. But, you know, th- they talk about the MiGs. That's not a real jet. No. At all. It's fucking made up. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just an American jet painted black with some people in very big helmets inside. <laughs> the, actually, the 80s one could have still classified as subtle by 80s standard if the bad fighter pilots had the full-on helmet but then a turban wrapped around the top of that. Yeah. Like, that would have still been subtle by 80s standards, but yeah. no. So they're, they're bad, and we need to go and stop them from enriching the uranium. Yeah. So there's an actual like purpose. The reason they get Maverick out of but he's a test pilot at the start of the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because the opening of the movie is basically interstellar but good. It's, uh, it's something. Oh, fuck, it is interstellar but good. Yep. He is trying to... Like break a speed limit in basically the X jet, and and I thought it was the X jet. Sorry, I was taking a sip. So he's just they are trying to get past. I think he's he's not two hundred miles an hour. They'd be able to do that easier. I can't remember what it was. Um, Mach ten. That's it. Whatever that. Well, Mach ten's ten times the speed of sound, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And it's like, oh, it's the obviously it's the last one they can do, and they shouldn't be doing it anyway because the generals come to shut them down and blah 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 blah. And of course he does it, and yeah. And they draft him back into Top Gun because, like, right, you're clearly the only person who can do this, but we don't want you flying. We're basically benching Maverick to come and teach the new people mm. uh, and the hot, young, diverse cast of people they've brought in, yeah. including a white guy and a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> including a white guy, another white guy, and a white nerd. And a woman. And a woman. And a woman, though. Who's also white. <laughs> 
Is she? Is she? I don't know. Well, like, I got like a like a Hispanic. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter because they're not the main characters. It's more diverse than the first one. Yes, Blizzard. Yeah, the... <laughs> Iceman was at home. I think the first one, everybody but Tom Cruise had the same haircut. Especially, oh, yeah. especially Iceman and his volleyball partner. That was just the same guy. <laughs> I, wonder, I always wondered how that pose helped with volleyball. Oh, that one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> where he's pre- preparing to be in fucking Street Fighter or something. Ah, uh, if he makes sense in that fucking movie. No. Um. So yeah, he's basically. <laughs> So it's basically the uh, the bad news bears, but um, <laughs> but it's Top Gun, I guess. <laughs> so how is he gonna how is he gonna teach these kids? How do I reach these kids? <laughs> um, so then the way that you reach them is by putting them in through hell, basically. Put them through hell when it seems like you get too much. Have a slightly homoerotic game on a beach, yep. and then then everything seems to be fine. Yep. So the the big narrative weight of it all is that Miles Teller. Who is a tainted man yes. in this podcast? Yeah, star of the worst film we've ever reviewed, <laughs> and yet somehow one of the best times we loved it we ever had. But we still deep down hate that fucking thing. Yeah, it's a fucking trash fire. But it, you know what? It's our trash fire. So uh, Miles Teller is back as what's it? He's, is he called Chicken? He's or? called Rooster. Rooster, that's it. And Chicken. He's, I couldn't remember. He's a fucking bird or something. <laughs> So he's Goosey's son. Yes. Which is a nice bit of continuity. And obviously Maverick's going to feel bad. And we just think he feels bad because of what happened in the first one. Mm. But it turns out now he's actually been trying to stop Miles Teller from getting into the military this whole time. Yeah. Because he doesn't want a repeat of it. And he feels guilt about that as well. So that actually, I think, goes really well. It gives it a lot more emotional weight than the first one does. Hell yeah. Because the first one, there's very, very little to care about until the ending fight, where it's, where it's actual conflict. Well, I tell, I tell a lie. The scene, obviously, we wouldn't be talking about this. If spoilers, if you've not seen the original Top Gun, I guess. Um, the the main emo, the only emotional moment in that movie is Goose's death. Yes, and it does really kind of come out of nowhere, and so it does take you. It does take you for a loop. This movie doesn't attempt to do that because its emotional plot is actually. Throughout the entire film, like we we get indications that Goose's son, like Maverick, has very much been keeping tabs on what's going on, mm. uh, and that unravels in quite a natural way to give it that ebb and flow of you know their trust kind of eroding or coming back up and how they're forced mm. to work together despite <laughs> Roosters. Pure fucking hatred for Tom Cruise. Cannot stand Tom Cruise. <laughs> Cannot stand. Katie Holmes level of I fucking hate Tom Cruise, yeah. and you know, fair. Um, <laughs> so it, it it really does help pull that because where the, the original one just kind of bottoms out in the middle when they're not flying the plane, mm. this has that going on in that both there's there's emotional weight going on, there's tensions in the group between not only Rooster and and Maverick but also um, the other pilot guy. Uh, I've just looked at Hangman. Oh man! Um, oh, I love the guy who played Hangman. I thought he played an incredible dude. We came out and and my wife did immediately go Johnny Storm, and I was like, Ooh, I think he's a touch too old. Well, it depends possibly. on how they cast the other one. Yeah, but true. Maybe a touch too old, but I could see it. The attitude's there, man. It could work. It does work. He does look like budget Chris Evans, so I'm, right. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's um. He's the one being the main friction in the fucking group. And obviously they can't do the mission because it's impossible. Yeah. Until Maverick does it. <laughs> <laughs> it just finds all these ways to keep making, yeah, like you said, 
Fuck me, Tom Cruise is cool, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Maverick's the dog's bollocks. No, he can't do this. Then he goes and does the thing. Yeah. That's basically the, the same plot point used three times over. Yeah. Maverick can't do this. Oh, wait, he's done it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a complicated movie. No. It works real fucking well. We've somehow gone almost beat by beat, and yet somehow you knew what we were going to say. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. they can't do it. Oh, wait, they did it. Oh, no, they can't do it. Oh, wait, they did it. I'll give him this. This isn't too spoilery. There's some great fake-out moments of, oh, fuck, they're going to die, and then no one dies. Yeah, yeah. Like, they do that. They pull that shit twice mm. in this movie, and it works both times. Yeah. Um, I'm, seriously, I'm running out of things to say because there's not a lot there. Should we Should we quickly do the cast? Let's do the cast. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Jennifer Connelly is um, a love interest. It's not... Um, the what's the face from the first one back? It's not, although it is. This is a returning character in essence. Um, this character is referred to in the very beginning of Top Gun. Uh, this is she's an admiral's daughter. She's it right? Okay. Yeah, and they they name drop her in the old movie. Of course, they do. and then they just use that name for oh, Jennifer okay, Connelly's character. Clever. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's um, again. It's just it surprises me how much of a true sequel this is, a true legacy sequel to go. Everything that happened in Top Gun is actually well, kind of important, even though fuck all happens in that film. Well, this is the thing, right? Say it will about him, and, you know, Scientology being what it is, then some dodgy, dodgy shit. But Tom Cruise has fucked you money. He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. Yeah. So the fact he waited this long to do a Top Gun sequel, mm. spoke. It was, it was a good sign. You know, this is not someone who's on the back foot and is kind of, you know, trying to relive the glory days when they were popular in the 80s and all that shit. Or a big marketing franchise. Like, you know, it was never a franchise. It was a one-off movie. So it's not like Jurassic Park where it's like, well, we've had three of them. The sanctity of the first one's already gone. Let's keep going. So I'm glad that he was able to hold on. And yeah, so putting stuff like this that even went over my head, it speaks to the quality of the movie. Like, mm. there's not a lot in terms of returning characters. Like, there um, Val Kilmer turns up. He does. I didn't know about the the, the, the throat, throat thing. Yeah, I didn't know that was a real thing that Val Kilmer's going through. Mm. Yeah. I did think it was a bit of an interesting choice for that character, and then he starts being like, "Oh, that's that's real. That's happening." Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that Val Kilmer is unfortunately living with. I know, but he, he it's good to see Iceman come back, but they brought him back in an interesting way. They did. They kind of it's how they were going to bring kind of how they were going to bring Ivan Drago back in Rocky Six. Mm. Yeah. They didn't because they said he might be a bit harsh if Ivan Drago is dying of AIDS in a hospital. Yeah, but uh, yikes! <laughs> yeah, um, but he comes. He's now the admiral of the entire navy. So again, he's a reflection of what Maverick could have been. Yep, he just didn't like flying his little plane so much. <laughs> and I, I enjoy that they contextualise that as uh, he's the reason that Maverick's still knocking about. Yes, like Maverick would have been fired twenty times over, but Iceman's like no. He's my wingman. You can read into that meaning boyfriend, but you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's. It's. I think that's it, right? In terms of people coming back, I don't think anybody Pretty else does much. No. No. So other people, John Hamm. He's here. He's the plot he's, he's the new Viper. That's, yeah. That's that's what he is. Like, he's not much of anything, is he? Like, John Hamm's always solid. Yeah. But it's, it was, there was nothing wrong with that performance. No, no, and he wasn't. performed the duty of that character well enough. He's the straight laced army general, essentially. Only this time he's a straight laced air force general. Hmm. Actually, what rank was he in this movie? He is Vice Admiral DM. There you go. I'm going to take that to mean defensive midfielder. Uh, <laughs> so 
He was the vice admiral, defensive midfielder. God, if they'd actually used his call sign in the movie, that would have been great. If he was actually called Cyclone. Cyclone Simpson. Fuck. See, yeah. right, they could have had any names for these, right? And I'm not saying all of them are shit, but some of them are really shit. Yep. Like, now, Bob, he's shit on purpose. Yeah, so Bob gets a free pass. Louis, oh. That's Lewis Pullman, he's the nerd. Yeah, oh, he was in uh, Bad Times of the El Royale. Like, he was really good in that mm. movie. So it was good to see him back in another great film. I don't think, I don't think I've seen basically anybody else uh, in anything else. Uh, you've got, oh, wait, Monica Barbaro. Yeah, that's, that, that's not a white woman. That's not a white woman. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Monica. Sorry, Phoenix. Cool name. Yeah. I don't, oh, Ed Harris is in this? I don't remember. Where... Yeah, he was the, so the, right at the, hang on, Ed Harris. Ed Harris was? Oh, yeah, he was right at the start, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, right at the start. I forgot about that. Yeah. So he's got a cool name. He's got the hammer. Hammer um, Warlock. Don't remember who that was. Yeah. Uh, payback. That's fine. I remember Fan- Payback. Fanboy. Fan- 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 well, Fanboy was uh, the new Falcon. Yes, he was. Wait, was he? Yeah, it's Danny Ramirez. From Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Oh! Yeah. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that he did that and then it was in well, well technically he did the yet. flying movie pretty much straight after what was it before Falcon and Winter Soldier Bef- this when did they film this this, this was like 20, 2018 this yeah. was can for a while <laughs> um, god did that decision pay off we thought this would just fucking die and it didn't so real quick um, Skull and Bones release date alright November 8th 2024? No, 2022. It's coming this year. This year? The day before God of War Ragnarok. What a terrible decision. <laughs> that is. We're thinking of sending something out just to die. Like, just get rid of this fucking thing. That, that is screaming PlayStation Plus free game. And it ain't even out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't send something out in November when God of War's the day after and Pokemon's the week after. <laughs> That's just... Mm. It's beginning like, what, to look a lot like steep. Same. <laughs> oh god do you ever play Steve fuck no I, I, I own that game and I've never played it it was bad um, can you tell we don't have a whole lot of extra <laughs> things to say um, Yeah, well it's sitting pretty high at the moment on my list oh yes I, I think it's in the top three it's definitely in the top five for me I think I think I um, I, I was going to say I've just seen a movie I prefer but I don't know, nor do I want to tell you what that movie is. Okay. Um, we'll get to that at the end of the year. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, if you haven't seen it, it's still in cinemas for now. I uh, think it'll... Uh, uh, the, uh, Thor is, is coming out. Thor's here. Minions are here. Um, minions are here. Um, so if it's if it's there, it's probably only clinging on to like one screen. But if you can, do go and watch it in the cinema. Yeah. I feel like it'll lose a little bit of luster on the home screen. Yeah, this deserves to be heard in a room with a big sound system. Not to be a poster wanker again, but basically, yeah, yeah. you you want to you want every you want every sense. This is what those big adverts, you know, every sound advert for Dolby has a fucking jet plane flying over you. It does. This has non-stop jet plane flying <laughs> over you. You want to go and see this movie in the cinema, but it has no right to be as good as it is. No. Nope. I'm still annoyed about that. Doesn't deserve to make me feel that pumped about no. watching a movie about Tom Cruise flying some planes. No. But, but my God. Yeah. And moreover, the biggest crime of this movie is it made me enjoy One Republic. One Republic? Yeah. What song was that? Uh, you know, the one over the beach. 
Oh, yeah. It's actually quite a good song, and I really hate that I really like it. It's a good summertime bop. They didn't play um, Take My Breath Away. They didn't. I'm, I'm a, I shouldn't But there's no him. playing with the boys either, so you know. No, I know. But I thought maybe that, you know, he's going to drive over Jennifer, Jennifer Connor at the end. He'll play that. Oh, that's spoilery. Um, <laughs> I mean, is it? I don't know. Spoilers! Um, so. Here we go. There's you, not much to spoil. Have you heard the theory? Yes. No, that, I don't know. Right, so. There is a theory that Maverick dies at the start in the big crash. Yeah. And everything else is his dying dream. Like his fever dream as he blacks out, plummeting towards the ground. Because he should be dead. He should be dead. And everything that happens afterwards is too perfect. (laughs) Right. This is a man well into his 50s being brought back to not only make amends with the son of his dead partner, (laughs) but also prove that he is the best. He's always been the best. He's still the only person capable of doing this mission to the point where they have to say, all right, fine, you can lead the mission. And then he does the miracle mission, crashes again, (laughs) and then both literally and figuratively gets to save his relationship with Goosey's son. Yeah, whilst flying the original plane. What he, exactly, that just happens to be in the hangar that, oh, some... of undetermined to stand that he went to. Yeah, that was some corny shit, but again, they made it work. They made it work. They, tr- they took off on a bombed out runway and they flew in the old 80s jet and a part of me was going, go on, Maverick, go on. Yeah, go over it. Fucking, oh, and, you, and you can figure out how, oh, it's super complicated, but don't worry, I've got Hutzburg and I can fucking do this stuff. <laughs> and I've just got to wait out for fucking Hangman to go and shoot the thing. I mean, it's plausible as a theory. I don't think there's going to be a Top Gun 3, so it's my headcanon that yeah. he just, we see him blow up at the start. <laughs> and then that's it. So... So that's the... I'd say it's a fake out. They weren't going to kill Tom Cruise at the start of the movie. But... So they're doing the mission. It's all going well. And then they get shot at. And and they are downed at the end of the movie. And it looks like... uh, Rooster has sacrificed himself for Maverick. Then the opposite. I was like, well, obviously Maverick's going to have to die here to save um, Rooster from... Unspecified as that. Is it the helicopter? It's the helicopter, yeah. The no, helicopter? the helicopter is what's about to kill Maverick, and that's when Rooster takes down the helicopter. That's it. So then you thought, right, well, Rooster's dead, and then Rooster wasn't dead, and I thought, well, he's going to have to sacrifice himself at the end to get him to not be like, to let him fly off on the plane and he'll stay on the runway. But no, everyone gets a happy ending in this. It's yep. the 80s, we're allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, the sun-baked 80s. There is a weird yellow filter over this entire movie, but it weirdly works. Oh, it works. <laughs> Everything about this movie fucking works. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really works. annoyed. Like I shouldn't be annoyed. I enjoyed myself watching a piece of media. I didn't waste my money. Yeah, I was able to this genuinely just turn my fucking brain off and have a nice time. And I'm so annoyed about that. That's not who we are. We can't. I mean, too, I am. <laughs> I've never made bones about being a caveman, but you like Oscar movies. I know. You're going to have to put Top Gun in your top ten movies. It's, a, it's in my top five right now, and I think it's going to stay there. Yeah, I can't. There's if not a can, whole lot coming the, out. The thing is, it's like if you make something that's shot this fucking well. Yes. Because talk about improvements on the dogfighting sequences. Oh. Holy shit. You know, in the original Top Gun, it was just like a shot of some planes going across and yeah. then, oh no, manic cockpit. Yeah. This, like, you could see, because of the lenses they've used inside the cockpits of the yeah. planes, you just see the world fucking turning outside. It's so fucking good. So goddamn good. Yeah, they 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 knew where the budget needed to be spent. Yeah. Right? That And it's, to be fair to it, 
it's there's a lot of this movie that is just the planes. Yeah. Like they don't twat about. It's not like an auto, like a Transformers movie where you just want to be hanging out with the Autobots, but no, you've got to deal with fucking Shia LaBeouf for most of the time. Mm. They understand what people are in the coming to see, and because they're not having to spend loads on CGI mm. to make it look good, they can just fly the plane around and it inherently look cool because mm. it's fucking fighting jet flying to each other. It works so goddamn well, and yet fair play to him for the commitment to actually getting up there and doing fucking barrel rolls and all shit because I couldn't I would love to see who was almost in the running for this movie but then couldn't because like they hurled oh yeah we were going to have Simi Lou but then he fucking <laughs> <laughs> he projectile on the back of Tom's head and we couldn't have him in the film anymore <laughs> oh fuck they even had a halfway decent romance in this you know what that was okay not bad really enjoyed the scene where he had to sneak out that was the, no- the more yeah. like the night of and then scales down the fucking drain pipe like a teenager, and then he's met with an actual teenager. Yeah. <sighs> really enjoyed that. I, oh, God damn it, Tom Cruise, why you've can't done I it again. Shake this fucking days around. Oh, happy, happy days. I don't know how to shake this feeling I have that I'm annoyed that I enjoyed something. Yeah, I, it's it's confusing, isn't it? It's just wrong, Michael. Yeah. It's just wrong. Um, Cutting about the place, recommending a Top Gun movie. I know, I know. And then we're gonna have to talk. Well, in the next podcast, we're gonna be talking about uh, something that we should love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, somewhat much more nuanced and complicated feelings towards Kenobi. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I realised the other day? What was that? That you know how angry I was about Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. Didn't occur to you after we finished the podcast. That was my number one draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, look, thirty-seven percent. We've all made mistakes, as we're about to talk about. So you know, hey, you picked Kenobi. Oh I, yeah, that, yeah, I picked Kenobi. So oh, you know, God. I've got Andor. I oh. I was feeling pretty confident, but now yep. confidence has been shook. I need to make some changes, don't I? You do. You've got some delays you need to deal with on our draft. I, if you didn't hear our draft episode, do go back and listen to it. Basically, it was our preview for the year. We drafted ten. Things across TV, video games, and movies into yep. our uh, lineup, and we are going to see who has the best overall score at the end of the year. I'm on a hot streak at the minute because I got Stranger Things, I got The Boys, and I got Umbrella Academy. All three of which. Wait, no, I didn't get one of them. Which one didn't I get? I don't. I think it was The Boys. I don't think I have The Boys. Ah. Uh... I think I went... Oh, oh, if, you, if you got the boys this year, fuck me. I'm annoyed because I went... Uh, maybe you have Umbrella Academy. I don't. I had uh, Moon Knight, Pan and Tommy, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then also my wild card was Marvelous Miss Maisel. So. That was it. That was pretty good, you know. Miss Maisel was fine this if year. If you go by the Rotten Tomatoes score, it was 91. Oh, I do have Umbrella Academy. It's because I've had four... My Joker pick, mm. my, my spare pick was... Oh, that's right. I have Umbrella Academy. I don't have the boys. Did you get God of War Ragnarok in your draft, you bastard? So, originally I had The Last of Us TV show. That got delayed. I then re-picked Mandalorian. That That got got delayed. delayed. So that's why I've ended up with Andor. So I need to get take out Spider-Verse, because guess what? Oh, delayed. That got delayed. So I'm going to take George... Skull and Bones! (laughs) George Miller's got a movie out this year. The director of Mad Max, um, called 3,000 Years of Longing. I'm banking because obviously we're going on uh, review scores. Yes. Banking that the audi- the critics going to go for it. I don't think it's going to hit with the audiences, but I'm banking on the critics. I am starting to get worried that things will start getting like the later we get in the film, yeah. If something gets delayed, like when we're in November, mm. 
they're not going to have a lot to pick from. No. Like, thankfully, they delayed Breath of the Wild before they delayed anything on your list so I could take Pokemon. Yeah. Which is good, but you've got Legends Arceus. Um, so I've got Legends Arceus, and I had Elden Ring and Sifu, which is like... <sighs> Elden Ring is unbeatable this year at 97. I know. Unbeatable. I know. Uh, God of War Ragnarok's got a good chance of being. If anything's going to beat it, really it's that. good. Um, hey, Jackass Forever didn't tank me. No. Fucking Jurassic World fucking did. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I mean, film wise, I think my worst is still Doctor Strange, but I, have, I do not want to look at the reviews for Obi Wan Kenobi. You can't force me. <laughs> I, I, I think it's not got bad reviews. I think it's got. Bad audience score. Yeah, basically. I think he's been middling. But you'll have to find more about our opinions in the next podcast. But in the meantime, you can go to Twitter and Instagram and at that Michael and write the Guthridge to go and find our personal shit. Or you can go to... uh, Here's our personal shit. There it is. (laughs) 9.6 Kuriks. No. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's mostly just us retweeting gifts at this point. We're we're having a field day for them. I mean, it's been a hell of a day today. Oh my God. Yeah, certainly has. Uh, Country's on fire. Yeah, on fire. You can go uh, to, to Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and username FoulENT. That's F O U L E N T to go and find stuff for the site. Or, of course, go to fountainment.com for all the written articles. And you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundClouds, wherever you can pick up the RSS feed. Coming up very soon, we are going to be recording an um, episode of Kenobi, which yep. is going to be a lot less straightforward than this one was. Oh, boy. Um, we're also very, coming up very soon. Thorlum Thunder is out today in the UK, so it we'll is. be getting on that very soon. Uh, Stranger Things, The Boys, Umbrella Academy. Between us, we've not seen all three. No. Um, we're working on it. We've got some series finished, some we haven't. So when that all done, we might just do a mega mix one. Yep. Um, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, I think that's about it for now. Miss Marvel is out. Oh yeah, Miss Marvel's still going. It's still going, so we're not done with that yet. Nope. I am going to have to force myself through it. Oh, have you fell off? I've watched one episode. Oh! Oh! Okay. It is not grasping me. It is not for us, is it? Not particularly, no. But it has been alright. For what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what it is, it is chugging along nicely. It's not well, I was really enjoying it, so... Again, we're not the target demographic. We're not. I'm just double-checking other stuff that we may or may not have gotten to. It's unlikely that we're going to be doing an E3 episode this year because there was no E3. No. And there was very, no. really not anything announced that was really tickling the pickle, to be honest with you. That, that That really go-hard-or-go-home go look at Starfield left me wanting to go home, so... You know, there wasn't much... Oh, yeah, oh. Sure, he's older scrolls in space. God, every showcase recently has been shit. Oh my god. I managed to get through the entirety of the last Nintendo uh, Direct in one poop break. Yep. No, 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 no. Okay, fine, we go. Yep. God, the... What was the big thing that was announced? Oh, PlayStation were announcing some indie games today. Oh. And they were doing, like, we're doing seven announcements in the next 70 minutes, like one every 10 minutes. Right. And it was all shit I never heard of, apart from Inscription, which is apparently good. So I'll pick that up. Where is Untitled Goose Game 2? Right. Why are we all waiting? <laughs> we all need just a metric fuckton of quirk right now. It will go over very nicely. Yep. That was pre-pandemic, so that's been... Three, 2019, three years. It's not a complicated game. <laughs> like, turf them out, lads. Come on. Yeah. Fucking point your fingers at it. 
All of that and more coming up very soon on fairentertainment.com. But thank you very much for listening to the Top Gun Maverick review. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody! Bye!